0: hello everybody recording live from somewhere chop a line now episode 63 chop and lines doc dame is playing for a new city that starts
1: with an mi yeah like buster but it,
0: it ain't miami He's going to the Milwaukee Bucks.
1: Yeah, and that was all the favorite that's funny. I saw a tweet from Jimmy Butler that I think was like basically like, y'all might want to, the league the league might want to check in on tampering charges and whatnot. But yeah, like there was the game rumbling's been happening all off season. Really God. since since they were eliminated from the playoffs or playoff contention, however that shook out, I forget. But, yeah, Miami was the the place that most people talked about. Um, and it seemed like he would fit into the culture. He's a hardworking guy. Yep, it's a Pat Riley organization. Shout-outs, Pat. Shout-outs, Adrian Brody. Um, and it was kind of surprising. Like, it just came across the wire today around 2.30 or 3, just like, Breaking news from sports apps and whatnot. out of nowhere. Yeah, till Milwaukee to Milwaukee, which is admittedly a great fit, but no one was really ever. Ta- I don't remember that ever really being mentioned. But looking back on it, it makes a lot of sense. There was grumbling from the Greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo. He is contention. talking more than he ever has about like yeah, I mean some other destinations do look nice like maybe i i mean i brought a championship here and we're good but maybe i have outgrown this or maybe it's got a little stale so what seemed to be a discontent and you know uh ready to leave greener pastures superstar possible exodus hero uh, was yeah, could it have been strategy or being like, no, I'm this is me publicly telling the front office, get fucking Dane Lillard? Like, My you want me to stay? Hurts. It's like, then do something to make me stay. I I think with Dane Lillard there, I don't, is Giannis's uh, contract coming up like this year or something? Either way, I think if you're him, you stay with Dane Lillard at least for as the long end as you and, can. until Lillard retires. Right, how old is Dame Lillard? Thirty four. I think he'll be thirty two this year. Thirty two, okay. Well, maybe not. I mean, who knows? That's like he could play another eight years, which would be wild. But that's what we're doing nowadays. And he's a shooter, shooter, shoot. And you know, that's what they need up I there. I think in you definitely too. give it a good four or five year run, which is that's also also almost unheard of in the NBA nowadays. Not. Guys like that don't typically stick together that long. There's a lot of movement in the league. But a 32, 33, 34, 35 year old Dame Lillard with a Giannis who's a good, what, seven years younger than him, probably? I don't know. uh, five years younger than him? Okay. Maybe not. Well, if you get these guys, <laughs> I'm just close, just like close. fucking throwing shit at the wall, like random ages of guys I don't know. Their I don't know their wiki stats like that, Ted. I don't, if I hadn't brought it up, um, I'd be with you. But if you get those guys for their thirty to thirty-six year old time frames, I think they got to be a favorite to win the championship, or at least win their conference every single year easily
0: Giannis is under contract through 2025 and he has a player option afterwards he'll be a free agent the summer of
1: 2026 so basically three years two years minimum two years on the contract possibly three if he if he stays but saying it right here right now He and Dame Lillard. Do we we know who was involved in the trade? Yes. Who was Milwaukee shipping out?
0: So I'm not sure who was on what teams. It was a three-way trade. Yeah, yeah, with the Suns, right? And the Blazers, obviously. You had DeAndre Ayton and Drew Holiday, the key pieces, going to Portland. Yeah. Along with uh, some first-round picks and a swap of picks. uh, And Tumani Kamara. Not sure who that is. The Suns got some necessary depth. They got Joseph Joseph Nurkic, Nasir Little, Keon Johnson, and your boy, Grayson Allen.
1: Yeah, and they got rid of DeAndre Ayton, who didn't even seem to want. He checked out. Not that he didn't want to be there. He was saying things where it's like, do you want to play basketball? Yeah. Which, I don't care how good you are. That's on some Pat Riley shit, like we were talking about with the Miami false flag. But it's like, I don't even want you on my fucking team. Oh, you're good? Fuck off. Like, you're, like, publicly ruminating about, like, I don't even really like playing basketball. Like, this is just a paycheck. And and there are times where, I mean, he played great when he was trying to get his money. That was, I think, last year, the end of last yeah, two right seasons up the ago contract. Now. But then he'll just, like, straight up show up, go through the motions, and not be who... You need him or pay him to be. Yeah, not anywhere close. But it sounds like Milwaukee will remain. Giannis and Chris Middleton, they're adding day I mean, this is a great-looking
2: team now, i 100%. Say.
0: I don't even hate what Portland did. They got Scoot Henderson up there. Love Scoot. Love Scoot Boogie. Get some, uh, get some good depth Boot. around him, at they least. They booted Scoot Boogie. Drew Holiday's a nice two-way player up there as well. Yeah. Drew Holiday That's pretty much our first NBA news that we've had for y'all in
1: Yeah, it's been quiet A
0: little while here It's
1: been quiet Week been
0: three wild. No crazy injuries this week, so that was good we'll start It was just
1: a fucking wonky, weird week
0: wild, in the NFL yeah. And it started wild Thursday star. with, wild star. with a pretty casual thing the, the calm before the storm, some might say
1: Ophelia the
0: Giants got fucking killed by the 49ers. They did? It was awful. Yeah, the Niners are good. They're so good. Yep. McCaffrey and Debo went the crazy. The Giants aren't that good. So here's the stat about the Giants. They outscored the Cardinals 31-8 to 8 in the second half. Yeah. Their other five And halves, we remember that's
1: the Cardinals. The Cardinals. Card. And one half. And one half. Their other five. <laughs> one half of one game against the Arizona Cardinals.
0: Their other <laughs> five halves, ten quarters, they've been outscored 90 to 12.
1: Crazy Just differential there. But demolition. I do want to caution us, It and we'll get to them later, but are the Cardinals as bad as we thought they were going to be? Are they tanking, or are they actually going to be like a sneaky, like, oh, no, there's going to be like four teams worse than us this year. Hey, you can't sleep on them right now. They do North? to Colorado yeah I can't wait to sink into this week a lot of a lot of shit popping let's get into it
0: absolutely moving to Sunday we'll we'll just rip the band-aid off with the Ravens
1: yeah weird game not a great game
0: it felt like the I mean it was a gay game if I'm being honest yeah Matt gay four 50 plus yard field goals it was an NFL record made all four Uh, You just kind of felt the tide turning the second Drake fumbled on that screen. It was a big play. Gus was being evaluated, or Gus wasn't even being evaluated for the concussion yet. So it's kind of like, why is Drake out there at that point when he fucking fumbles?
1: Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: Kind of at least a 10-point swing, if not 14 points. We were moving the ball well then. I mean, Justin Tucker missing that kick was rough. Yeah, yeah that's a shame that.
1: and we take him for granted though because we don't remember it was a 61 yarder in and I mean, shit
0: weather yeah
1: they i, I from what i heard I, I guess a lot of the blame was really just placed on the footing of the field it makes sense which is why they didn't go for they that that's why that there was an opt to punt that second time in the overtime correct wasn't there like wasn't there a potential like there was gonna be like a 50 some yard but then they Tucker. went for it yeah, yeah, and then
0: yeah they yeah. went for it, and then that was when they got pass interfered with
1: and i know and see that's the thing where it's like and i know people say like don't blame the refs and it's like there's a lot of we we could have won this game 10 times I'm like that's, that's yeah but all right and and that's true but it's also fucking locker room talk that's like shit you say to reporters to save face yeah but it's like I don't know. Sometimes the refs can blow two or three calls and it end up really fucking you over at a major like, time. Yeah, you played sloppy, but not sloppy enough to lose. You went to overtime and we're like fucked by bad calls. Yep. And it's like, yeah, okay, I get it. We played like shit, but there are plenty of games in the last almost 30 years that the Ravens played like shit yep. and one. So of yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't, I don't, I'm not letting anyone off the hook. Not the team, not the officiating, not shit. And the other thing about this is a lot of injuries abound. It's still week three. Like, I mean, who really is to say what's going on? I mean, we got a long season ahead of us. This is a game we lose anyway. Like, we we lose games. As Ravens fans, we know we lose games like this all the fucking time. More than we These should. are the games we like to lose. Yeah. Like, oh, you're against like a backup quarterback and like everyone's injured and you could have won it three different times. Oh yeah. They just that's an L. That's like in-game betting, bet on the loss once you go to overtime. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, as we go along, there's things to look forward to. Uh Ronnie Stanley, Tyler Linderbaum, and Marcus Williams. And actually, Gus Edwards, to add to that list, those four guys, big names, were all at practice today. Fantastic. And looking pretty normal from the reports, like, going through their regular, like, what practice would look like for them. So that's nice to know those guys are kind of coming back. I guess we're still, what, a week or two away from a Marlin return? Or is that, like, is that still, like, is that going to be one of those, like, hardball Ravens things where it's, like, Oh, yeah, he's going to be sidelined until week 14. I hope not. He
0: he can't come back until at least week five. And personally, I haven't seen much about it, which I'm kind of hoping. No news is good news. No setbacks. He's back week five. Right. We'll see there. Definite team loss. Shitty way to go to two and one. And, uh. Yeah. Hindsight. I'm
1: glad I didn't make the drive up to the stadium. Tommy, hindsight. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, bad weather and, you know, not a fun game. And that's the thing. It's like, whether it be weather, whatever. A, and it's been a constant for a while. But Lamar does have to get better at protecting the ball. Yes. Um, And that is something that I feel like I'm no football coach, but that seems like one of the things you literally train. Like, that's muscle memory shit and, like, just remembering, like, oh, Awareness. yeah, don't do that. It's, like, yeah, it's, like, that's, like, a something you can learn. You, like, and it seems, like, that's not happening. The um, sack
0: he took at the end of the game when he could have thrown the ball away. Right. was awful. Inexcusable and,
1: there. And who knows if it's, if it looks different with, yeah, and that that wasn't excusable in there, so we're not excusing that. But to to move on to where, where else to look with all of that is... Um, he's kind of the reason we even went to overtime. Like he rushed for like a hundred some yards, two touchdowns. Ground. It's like, he's two touchdowns. Like the 19 points that were on the board, he accounted for 12 of them. Like solely him running it into the end zone Yeah, after largely picking up big runs throughout drives. So I don't know if it's kind of like the offense is still in a growth period, which obviously it is. It makes sense. Week three into a brand new offense, talking coordinator, talking the star is a rookie. No star offensive player. The wide receiver is a rookie. So it's like there's going to be things. I mean, that one ball that was thrown behind Zay actually, like there's uh, there's uh, an argument to be made that like Zay may have. Right, ran a wrong route, or that was supposed to make like a hitch or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That looked so not even close. Like that was two different plays that they were operating on there. You know,
0: a hundred percent. Yeah, just a lot of weird things about this loss. Not super discouraging. It's not like we got smoked by the by the Colts. No,
1: and it, and it's week three, and we're two and one, and whatever. So we'll move on from the Ravens and. Keep an eye on those injuries as they start to come back.
0: Oh, yes. To another two and one AFC North team, the Cleveland Browns steamrolled
1: the Titans.
0: Yeah. Like today, or um, what's this? Miles Garrett had three sacks. He's yep. just right. a superhuman on the line. Ryan Tannehill, when do they bench him? What do you You have two young quarterbacks.
1: Yeah. Um,. I would say you would probably want to do it uh, with what we've seen. I think you'd want to do it as soon as possible. Like, why not? Like, you would want to do it, I would say, after week three, after what we've seen through three weeks. And really, the end of last season is like, yeah, I don't know. Give the young guys a shot.
0: Yeah, you've invested the draft capital. We had hundreds. And who
1: is down there behind him? Who? Malik
0: Willis and Will Levis. Would so. you
1: split snaps, or would you just award it to whoever was next in the, like the depth chart that's been going on?
0: Probably the latter. You'd probably see Willis before Levis. I would bet.
1: Give Levis a little more time to, because he was their hope. He was their draft pick this year, a second right? rounder. Yeah. yeah,
0: he who fell to them. His uh, his girlfriend from draft night also. Just broke up with him as well. Word on the street is she's infatuated with Anthony Richardson. So, wow, they, they is went, this I, true? Oh yeah, they they went viral when um she just looked so salty the whole draft as he's fallen. like just gets angrier and angrier. She she was fam- like pretty famous then.
1: Who like she's like, like famous viral for that. famous yeah, yeah it's viral yeah, yeah. famous not like uh, oh, yeah. she's not she going like on talk shows Ig or anything no, I, might maybe talking crazy under them IG pictures
0: but she Tom um,
1: Blanco sent you
0: from one quarterback to another to
1: the next
0: Derek Henry might be done too just shit a... she sounds
1: like a GM <clears> down in Tennessee <laughs> <laughs> from one quarterback to the next upgrades what's, speaking of next what's up next on the docket. Right now, Lions. The the you're talking Tw- Docs Lions.
0: Twenty to six over the Falcons. Yeah, we're talking
1: Docs Lions out here. It's
0: nice to see Jameer Gibbs taking the lead yeah. dog roll. Looking good. They shut down Bijan. And they their, did the first matchup between those two running backs. The Falcons are only going to go so far with Desmond Ritter. There's just no other way to no other way to spin that. Mm. He'd probably be a great backup
1: quarterback. Bijan couldn't muster a. <laughs> a better performance that day, because the the boys from Motor Town were really doing their thing, and they're going to be a team to keep an eye on. We love that thread, Dan, the the Detroit Dan Campbells Falcons couldn't catch up.
0: Relish the win, Detroit. Mm-hmm. The Saints went up to Green Bay. They were winning 17 nothing. Derek Carr yeah. got hurt, and the Packers scored 18 unanswered yeah, points in the that's fourth a shame. quarter. And, Crazy.
1: Yeah, that's like, like there's that, was it a Mitch Hedberg joke? It's like a turtleneck. It's like, hey, I'd buy a turtleneck if I ever wondered what it would like to have a toddler try to strangle me. Or yes. Something. But it's like, oh my God, what a sick fucking comeback! <laughs> a quarterback gets injured with seventeen on the board, and you guys mount a whole eighteen-point charge at home. When <laughs> do you like, mean? that was that's a, a, a representative of that game and those two teams, and a lot of the teams in the NFC. Yes, uh, there was a lot of talk early in the year of how great. Actually, everyone thought it was gonna be the AFC, but the NFC teams are sick. It's like there's a couple, but actually there aren't, because like the Cowboys are. We know that they're false prophets or not messiahs, but it's also like the underling teams, the teams that are gonna fill out the playoffs, are the teams like the Saints and the Packers, who literally like fought to medium rare. For a fucking weird win, <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: Every week, and they, those these are just two teams that are gonna muck it up. Packers did against the Little Falcons.
1: Darling, muck it up.
0: Jameis is gonna be presumably starting for the foreseeable future for the Saints. Love that. I'm embracing that chaos.
1: chaos I mean, there was them. there was talk that the whatever the injury was to Carr's shoulder, AC joint, could even be like. Dudes have played with that, like, the next week. So, it's like, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think you play them. It's like, we're now in the part of the NFL where it's basically like, take the extra time. They're still like, there's still two and one. There's enough money flowing through this league and through all these contracts where it's like, you're telling me if we just sit you another week or two, you're not going to be missed for a whole year. Now, I understand injuries can happen whenever they do, but. And we'll talk on this more because I it's I still find it kind of interesting, the Joe Burrow situation. I agree. I still think like why why play him? That's like if it's a calf thing and he was already sitting out of training camp or like uh, preseason, it's like, why don't you just give him a couple weeks and make sure that things like actually like hundred percent good? And now we're putting him out there and the the history of sports, especially recent history of sports. Is littered with ACLs that and Achilles, yeah, and Achilles that came yeah. from weak calf muscles, like calf injuries that weren't treated properly. It's yep. just astounding. It's a time bomb. It seems like it, yeah. So I guess they're just holding their breath, or they have like Keanu Reeves via speed trying to detonate <laughs> a Dennis Hopper a laced bomb.
0: Speaking of speed, the Miami Dolphins. 70. Yeah. The Broncos 70 20.
1: 70 on the Denver Broncos. The Sean Paytons.
0: We were watching this game during the Ravens, and it just every
1: remember three minutes I say, was
0: like, they scored again. Remember <laughs> we said
1: uh we were looking we were watching the Ravens game, obviously, and we were looking at the bottom score uh line, like the Chiron, and I was like, Oh my god, I was like do you think the Broncos are going to put 60? I think it was like 53 or 54s. I was like no shit. Like that's so insane. I was like do you think they're going to hang 60 on him and I think like it was almost like 10 minutes later you were like uh they just put 70. Like 70 on the board. <laughs> I've never like, what seen that. Fuck. <clears> throat> never throat> seen it in our lives. <sighs> it it has not happened since 1967, has it? A I think so games, 68, 67, something like that. Yeah. Pre-Super Bowl era or, like, the very beginning of the Super Bowl era.
0: So, some crazy statistics about this game because how could there not be? Right. Raheem Mostert, their starting running back had four total touchdowns and mm-hmm. one receiving, three rushing. Their backup running back, Devin Ashane, who I have preached about since April, yeah. my guy, Alvin Kamara, 2.0 had 203 rushing yards and two touchdowns as the backup running
1: back. We have to remember that one Mr. Waddle... Didn't even play? Wasn't even playing! Like, they weren't even even at their full strength. Their probably second best offensive weapon did not play in this game. And I also... If it's too, like, I don't have any beef with the Dolphins. They're fun to watch. Tua was a bit of a what's going on. He was a storyline. Their coach is. Their coach can be. The, he's fine. He's, That's he's, hey, yeah. breath of fresh air, kind of weird. Like, I, I don't know if I'm like super into him. Or good whatever. at his job. Yeah. But I don't like Russell Wilson and really haven't ever. He's just a weird guy and does things that i find to be off-putting he's not like (laughs) an evil guy he's not aaron hernandez he's just annoying someone i wouldn't want to go get a beer with and also have never really been a big sean payton guy and especially since his full-throated shitting on nathaniel hackett then he comes in that was kind of to i think quell russ's anxiety about what's happening to his career. Like, I got your back, dog. It was him. But then then a week into the season, he's like, I told him we're not kissing fucking babies. You're not running for public office, which I got. I'm sick to my stomach. I can't wait until Russell Wilson runs for, like, the Republican Senate seat of (laughs) Washington State or some fucked up thing. He's totally going into politics after his playing career, which could come... Sooner rather than later. I don't know how old he is. He's gotta be thirty seven. Probably thirty six. Either way, old yeah. enough to run for president, that threshold's thirty-five. So he's Gross. he's gotta get out of the league and into the hall of fame, then into like a Senate seat. Public and then office. he'll be at sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue by the time he's fifty. Um wouldn't that be something? Right. <laughs> that's funny when we're talking about that because as it sits now. The Broncos are fucking terrible. And shout out to Russ. It ain't even really his fault. Nope. Like he's doing fine. He's doing fine. He's not great. I think he's they have a top ten terrible. offense right now, yeah.
0: which is crazy.
1: And Sean Payton, Mister Defense.
0: Well, wow, he brought in Vance Joseph. As, isn't so, Sean Payton known for being no no he's defensive? the quarterback guru. Okay. Yeah, he's the well quarterback.
1: yeah, short quarterback guy. Yeah, I thought like the Saints were always known for their great defense. That was Dennis great. Allen, who's and, their coach and, now. And, uh, and they were Bob always Ryan, tight. Right? Yep, they yeah, they were tight. Not Bob Ryan. Or, uh, Rob Ryan, was Rob there. Ryan. Those, yeah. those Bob were Rob re- Ryan is our guy from Boston. But yeah, around what's the horn. Boston. Yeah, I love Bob Ryan. Shout out to the greatest American sports writer, as Tony Corniger likes to call him. But, I digress.
0: So, two more things on this game. You talked about the defense of the of the Broncos. Vance Joseph, who's a failed head coach
1: by every standard. Yep.
0: He was in Arizona last year at the 31st-ranked defense. Denver had 16th.
1: Who better to bring into your new... Coaching lineup, like as you're building a franchise that you just got basically given the helm to. They are now last.
0: They <laughs> let's get
1: the guy who was let's get the guy who was second to last last year and make him last this year. And he
0: broke them. They gave up more yards Sunday than the Jets and Titans have accrued all season in yeah. three weeks. <laughs>
1: like last last year, the Vance Joseph defense was like. It's like you almost can't get any worse. And then this year it's like you oh, literally <laughs> cannot get any worse. He can't. He's he's outdone himself. He so, is
0: a shining star. And
1: sometimes coaches can leave and come back and it matters or whatever. But not here. sometimes it doesn't work. And maybe this Sean Payton, it didn't work with John Gruden. Even before no. his scandal, it wasn't going well in Terrible. Las Vegas. And like, weird, like clunky. He, like, it wasn't working. Yeah. Like, like so it clearly. I think it's kind of like Sean Payton. You could have been the next whatever guy on Fox. I don't know who their coach is over there. Jimmy Johnson. You could basically just be taking the Jimmy Johnson rule. Uh, but he's a Bill Parcells protege. Yep,
0: man wants to be back in control. Last night on this game, two ahead. Four touchdowns. He had three incompletions. Mike White, his backup, had a better QBR. Came in through two.
1: <laughs> Four touchdowns, three incompletions. I love that. More touchdowns than incompletions. Had himself a day. Remember, uh, two and on. <laughs> That's such a great nickname Yeah it is But it's also It's like It's fleshing out He's actually good He's maybe the MVP He is the MVP he's right the now He's leading He's the lead horse In the MVP race And I would say By good measure Cur- but For sure. By a couple hands As they measure horses By a couple lengths As they measure the race I wonder what they measure dolphins by
0: But we're gonna move up Fence. north Squeals <laughs> <laughs> Vikings, Chargers, the Chargers tried to give it away. I know. These
1: are the games we don't even need to, like, just fucking these two teams.
0: So, I got it. The Kirk Cousins play at the end of the game where they pick up the first down and fourth down, and they basically waste 20 seconds before Or actually, they didn't even spike the ball. They threw the pick. What was this all about? Yeah, apparently O'Donnell was trying to get in a play call. They couldn't hear it. There was a full-on communication breakdown.
1: Now, is that on... Kirk just be like, fuck it. Spike. Uh, I'm going to spike it. Yes. Like I pulled the plug abso- because this is correct. going wrong. Like yes. I'm the pilot of the plane. The clock is You're taking ground control and I can't fucking hear you. So I got to do what we got to do about this. Yeah. Right now. Oh
0: he is, God. he is bomb squad looking at the clock go down and he is <laughs> standing there. Speed two. <laughs> <laughs> Second <laughs> reference there. Um,
1: well, it, we, the first one was about speed. That's speed one. Well, the sequel, we to the, re- speed two. the
0: sequel to the reference, uh, Justin Herbert was incredible. He was like 40 of 47. And Keenan Allen had yeah. maybe the best day you'll ever see. He had 18 catches for 215 yards. And he had a 49-yard touchdown pass mm. to Mike Williams, who has since ever been And he Jordan threw a fucking dime. A like, dime. Like, that was
1: really beautiful. That was one of the best trick plays you'll see executed. A fucking dot. Or stunt plays, whatever you want to call those. Just
0: absolutely incredible day. The Vikings' defense sucks. I mean, they are terrible.
1: Yeah, well, and there's... People keep talking about like Kirk Cousins going to the Jets, which is just not going to happen because you got Zach Wilson. How much better is Kirk Cousins going to make you than fucking Zach Wilson or Trevor? A lot, a lot better. good enough to win a Super Bowl. No, he'll never win you a Super Bowl, but I don't know. And here's the thing: Can we get to the Jets now that I'm on a roll about them? Because sure, they're sure. not. It doesn't matter who they get at quarterback because it doesn't fucking matter. Because we heard all this talk, and I talked about it for weeks now about how great their fucking defense was supposed to be. They aren't any good. Like, it's not been a good year for them.
0: No, not over. Not at least compared to the hype that they they are living up to. I don't there's think a lot new, of a
1: new quarterback ain't solving the problems on that side of the ball. There's a this lot. isn't like, well, if we just if the offense stayed on the field a little longer, we'd be better. It's like I don't, I don't think so. Not in the first three weeks of the the season, you're not shutting anyone down. You're not looking good. There aren't turnovers abound.
0: Outside of that Bills game, yeah, they,
1: which is, and we'll get to the Bills eventually, but that's looking more and more like an anomaly
0: at this point. Yeah, yeah, the um, Patriots just ran train on them all game, fifteenth straight win. The Jets actually almost pulled out a Hail Mary at the end. Randall Cobb had it to uh, slip off his right. fingers. Mm. But, yeah, that'll happen. That
1: Cobb had buttery fingers. <laughs> he should have been using those little metal prongs you shove into either end.
0: Those little Tony Jones. We're just speaking these next games into existence because we're at That's what the we love to do. Bills, commanders, not a lot to talk about here. The Bills are looking... Like, they're rolling now. Yeah,
1: they're looking like they should. And and that's what we were waiting to see, if that was going to be the case. I mean, you know, you start out with a rough, whatever, four-turnover game by the Against Josh the defense, Allen. they and, never and play good it, and Well, the, And we have to remember, even though it's the shortest season in sports, the NFL season is still long, and the first— couple weeks really i think by week four is when you really start getting settled in a little more and you can start taking trend lines from certain teams or whatever but i'm hoping it's um it's um you know looking like the bills have righted the ship they are who we thought they were which is still a, a steady contender and one of the Premier teams in the AFC They're still a top four team in the AFC For sure
0: James Cook is looking pretty good at running back Stefan Diggs cleared 100 Captain yards again Captain
1: James Cook
0: The very one. one The very one Brother of uh, first mate Dalvin
2: <laughs> But
0: Stefan Diggs was the uh, the only Bills pass catcher To have more than two catches It's him or nothing But hey They put out 37 points
1: the, Hold on The Stefan Diggs was the Bills only pass catcher to catch two more than... or more catches in so, the game and they scored 37 points and it... and like kind of like worked the commanders. Yeah, he had 8, nobody that's else had more a than two. That's That's and yeah, f- and he's happy because you know, that's what he needs. And he's Feed been he has seemed discontent the last We'll to say calendar year. Like since the last half of last season, we saw him and Allen on the Allen on the sidelines kind of chirpy and some stuff during the offseason and preseason. But I've never met a wide receiver that wouldn't be happy with eight catches in a win. Yeah. You can shut them or up or fucking eight catches in a loss, 10 catches in a loss, double digits in a loss. They'd still, they'd go to the shower whistling. Yep. throw
0: throwing a touchdown. He's smiling as soon as he gets off the podium. Another team that scored 37 points, the Houston Texans, CJ Stroud. He has He's arrived. Looking He's looking yeah, really I mean, good. Yeah. I good. this
1: is about as good of a welcome to the league Moment you can have, it's a really nice rookie season of him. I would, I, I, this is just going off of things battling around the back of my brain, but I feel like I've heard some things or or read some things where it's like it may be the best like or one of the best three games to start a career for a rookie starting quarterback without because he hasn't thrown an interception. Great, and like there will eventually like he will come down to earth at some point whether it be for a stretch of a season or a particular game or whatever. But we have to appreciate what we're seeing because CJ Shroud is good and Bryce Young is having a tough time. Uh, certainly by comparison.
0: He, I mean, outside of the Colts, sacking him seven times, he diced up the Ravens pretty good. Yeah, I
1: mean, he, he played he, well against us. Yeah, so. he
0: threw well on the Colts even when he had time. He's, yeah. he's making his receivers better. They, I think i think trevor lawrence is like one and i think trevor lawrence is like one and four
1: against the the texans yeah and he's kind of having uh wishy-washy wishy washing
0: the cool play of this game was the fullback kick return alex beck i think
1: was his name
0: yeah that was pretty cool wasn't it drops the drops the it was uh, a great, ball initially
1: great return yeah
0: just cuts all the way right across the and field. And streaks
1: up that sideline once he gets down to that territory. Yeah, it was Jukes out was two cool. tackles
0: off the hip. Yeah. A fun moment for him. Really, every, like...
1: Jukes off two tackles off the hip. That's our poetry corner on Jobby Lane this evening.
0: Every uh, fullback and fat lineman's dream there. Panthers, Seahawks, Pacific Northwest. We're in the afternoon games at this point. Andy Dalton threw the ball 58 times, which is not how any team's going to win. Adam Thielen finally looked good, and the Seahawks finally kind of clicked too. Yeah, it was for a 37-27 game. It's pretty ho-hum, not that exciting. The Chiefs, though, they're back. They're fully rolling. They were, I think, they were up like 34 nothing on the Bears before they got on the board. Justin Fields is. This is full on like SOS red yeah. flag. Like you might not make it to the it's, end of your rookie contrast.
1: Uh, yeah, and you could call it that it just the Bears are shambly or whatever, but a lot of Bears fans, ones that would give him the benefit of the doubt, and ones that love to, you know, blame The coaching or organization, people like Mike Wilbon, who's great, very respected, knows sports, been around football and the Bears for forty years, and he is even like, like, look, I want to give Justin Fields a benefit of the doubt, but he's like missing wide open guys and not seeing them. He's overthrowing them. He's under. It's like it may be a Justin Fields problem. He's looking varsity. Love yeah, him. and he, and it, he was so exciting last year. So I, is it that was just lightning in a bottle, or is it like maybe if he goes to a different place, does, there's still time to salvage?
0: Mm-hmm. A maybe career,
1: you'd hope. Eleven
0: of twenty-two for ninety-nine yards. He's mm. all the talent in the world, but yeah. like you said, there's enough clips out there for him missing wide open dudes. Right. Not good, Cowboys. Also not good. They got beat wire to wire in Glendale. The Cardinals.
1: And I and like the Cowboys are are good. But the Cowboys are the Cowboys. Like they, and, they and do Trevon shit like Diggs this. is not why he lost this game. He's no. not gonna be why you lose any game. But the forty burger, forty nothing against the Giants that uh cool. that opening night, it wasn't gonna be the whole season. And now it really is going to, again, boil down to the Dak Prescott of it all. They're going to go as far as he goes. And he threw a very sad interception in the end Like zone I said last game. week, I said the, the Dolphins will go as far as Tua's dur- durability will take them. And the Cowboys will go as far as Dak's sustainability goes. And we're seeing and it. He can't really be that good for that long. No. And the Cardinals are
0: just playing well.
1: Yeah, they are, and that's the thing. Yeah, we referenced that earlier, but the Cardinals are playing better than I think than almost anyone expected them to. Um, And that's a big win. I mean, for them taking a week three win against the Cowboys, that's something that could really energize that team. And and they could be interesting to watch the next couple games and see how that goes. Also, with the Cowboys, it's like. What if they start a skid? It's wouldn't it, hate it. it. Yeah, no, wouldn't, no one hate would it. hate that. Not at all. I think even Cowboys fans would love it. They're like <laughs> self-loathing. They they love where they are. They like being the spectacle.
0: Gimme Trey Lance, Sunday night. Trey Lance bottoms. Sunday night football. The Raiders are yeah. all, are awful. Jimmy G is yeah. my guy. He's probably got to just get benched at this point. Three picks. Yeah. He, I mean, he was connecting with Devontae. He was connecting with Jacoby Myers, but
1: and just like handed the Steelers a fucking win. Yeah, which is a shame because the Steelers didn't do a ton to be great. Like they, it's Kenny
0: pick out the long pass like play to
1: Austin on some AFC North shit. Right quick, the Steelers and the Bengals were just like gifted wins while we shit the bed against the fucking Colts. Yeah it was a bad week for the ravens in the nfc afc north pardon
0: a hundred percent now Devonte adams is saying that he's upset about the perceived lack of winning culture around the raiders and like, well when has that been there in the last 15 or 20 years right. not, not really sure what you were expecting so things looking bad i josh mcdaniels might be in that first coach fired uh
1: it wasn't weird. Wasn't it like Devontae Adams went there, and there was that whole storyline, that media run of like he and Derek Carr grew up together, and yeah, they went saying They went white water rafting and saved each other's lives, and then like Derek Carr promptly goes to fucking say, uh New Orleans. After a bad a one scene. bad season together. Yeah, go. and now it's like Devontae Adams stuck in a losing culture with Jimmy G and mm. whatever's good. Josh McDaniels, who's just a he doesn't have it. He's not a head He's coach. He's a fucking bum. He is not varsity material. He doesn't have the makings of a varsity coach. Yeah, he he might be my pick for first First one fired. fired. Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. And that's the thing. Because the Chargers got eked out there with Barely. Uh, yeah, and it's like Yeah, I think that's what's crazy about the AFC West. They're fucked. Like what the fuck is going on with specifically the Chargers and the Ragers? Yeah, it is. It's a disaster out there.
0: Eagles at the Bucks. This is our first of a Monday doubleheader. Not an exciting game. AJ Brown went crazy. Baker Mayfield came back to Earth. The Bucks defense is pretty good. They made they forced some turnovers. They're they're slightly overachieving team. This wasn't really a bad loss for them. Or no. a good win for Philly. It just was no, kind of... it's blah.
1: still kind of... Not that they're like... Uh, uh, and it's funny the way we say things. But not that there are questions about Jalen Hurts. But it's like he's not playing up to the caliber that he... The standard he set for himself last year. He
0: hasn't played a full game, for sure. Yeah. You're right about that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if he's...
1: But it's one of those things, again, early in the season, and they're still winning, and they're still good. So it's like, yeah, everything's going to develop as the season goes on. That's what's so fun about this part of the season and all the questions we get to ask. Because we'll be answering them over the next couple weeks. Oh, yeah. Things will start happening. When do the bye weeks start? I think after this week. Okay. I think so. Um,
0: and Hertz is also playing with a new offensive coordinator as well. And I think yeah. you can see from in Indianapolis, Shane Steichen can direct some fucking offense. He, yes. He like can. like yep. that's
1: not a, a non loss. No. Yeah. And that can definitely change. That can be a big change, especially when you're still a relatively new and young quarterback. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like now it's like a whole different vibe.
0: Yeah I mean you see it in like Detroit Jared Goff's like this is the best With Ben Johnson best offense coordinator I've ever worked with Like I'd stay here for cheaper mm-hmm. like, I'd, I'll follow him if he gets a new job kind of thing Like that yeah. means a lot Speaking of uh, Jared Goff's former team The Rams Yeah They really let me down against the Bengals. That was a shitty game.
1: They should have won that, I feel like. Like They they uh, had it. They had that opportunity. Stafford was
0: bad. Yeah. He came back to earth after a good two weeks.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of what you're going to get out of him. So it is what it is. Uh, The Rams... I, no one was touting them, so it's whatever. It's like that's a loss to the Bengals, who on paper, before the season are started, better. you would probably just say, we will probably lose that game. That's a game we can lose. Especially in Cincy. It's a tough game to win, yeah. But Joe Burrow ain't the Joe Burrow of yore. He's definitely that... Calf thing is still thing. I can't, I, I honestly like can't believe he's playing. He looks p- like, so bad. Yeah, I kind of feel like it's almost a detriment for him to be playing. And it's like, uh, uh, again, we're getting back. This guy's what, 25? Yeah, yeah. 25, 26. So. It's like, I don't know. Why try to battle through a calf injury that you sustained? in preseason like he he didn't play any of preseason came back in the first week was it week one or week two when he like pulled up lame on it week two okay after a terrible week one yeah and then not a great week three either and it's like i don't know maybe you want to just put him on ice for a little bit
2: because we know
1: i think uh, rarely will the nfl ever be like straight runaways ever again it's like he could have come back in week five to a two and... Or week after week five to a two and three team and they could still have a great chance at whatever hopes they have for a Super Bowl. Yeah, and fully healthy. But yeah, I mean, as this goes on, and we talked about it earlier in the episode about how these calf injuries can... Linger. And be the foundation for greater injuries. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know, I feel like... The guy you just gave a massive contract to, who's your future, who, whatever. It's like, so what if he takes four regular season games off at the beginning of a season? That's the Cincinnati Bengals. For yeah, me.
0: the Bungles. That they do. So our week three in review there, that was a wild one. Week four, we're hoping, wild for, one. Wild one. hoping for a little more normality coming week for our Thursday night game. We're starting in green Bay where the lions are going to the Packers. And this is love this. This is kind of put your dick in the dirt. Dan Campbell. Do you want to win this division?
1: Yeah. And I think he does. And I think they will. I called it before the season started that they'd win this division. I think they're going to stamp that in week four in Lambeau. Which is also nice for them. They don't have to go to Lambeau late in the season. Correct. That That's we, huge. We, we play indoors in Detroit.
0: And here's a weird thing. They actually, so they play this one Thursday night. They play their game at home against the Packers on Thanksgiving. So they play both of their games against the Packers on Thursdays. Nice. Which is, uh, I don't know if I've ever seen that on a, on a schedule before.
1: But I love that.
0: I don't mind it. Uh, both teams two and one. Jair Alexander, I think, is going to set or going to miss this one for the Packers with a back injury. I think the Lions cover. They're I think one and a half point favorites on the road right now.
1: Then we have the Sunday London game. Sunday morning.
0: The Toy Story cast, the,
1: yeah, right? <laughs> which, which will is be interesting. interesting. I don't that's hate it. Great, yeah. I don't hate. Maybe well, me and selena toy will tune in. Just that chest. Yeah, and That's great, and we love Toy Story. It's one of the the great classic. And like, yeah, the original Toy Story is basically the foundation. It's what started Pixar. It's why that. It's even here now. Yeah, and I I would say for my money and I don't watch them all and a lot of that I was aged out by the time it got into full swing, but Pixar is the studio for fucking children like cartoon or like graphic movies. They've got some good ones. Really good stuff. They've got some good and ones. And a great intro with that desk lamp that hops. Crushing the and, eye. I mean, come on. Does it get any better than that? Dreamworks would like to have a word. Iconic. Mm-hmm.
0: I know it's only week four. And it's I know that they're starfish. in
1: Starfish. I know they're in a bad
0: division, but this feels like for morale purposes a must win for the Jaguars.
1: Yeah, and it's basically it's a technically not a home game for them, but it is in spirit a home game as much Their as owner, a can be. Gone over there, we're Dropped. talking. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm not yet disavowing last season's Doc Jags, but they still have a lot to prove to me to remain. That's why it's Doc's Lions right now. Yeah, We're end we're <laughs> so you know into the jungle Cats, And I...
0: Jaguars are three and a half point favorites. On paper, there's no reason the Jaguars lose this game, but you could have said that last
1: week. I mean, this is to me, this is a game where it's like... This is a, a toss up. This is a flip of coin across Hatsy the tails. ocean too. Yeah. yeah, I'll
0: take the Falcons to cover
1: at least. Well, and I'll, then I'll take the Jags, and we can talk about that next week. I'll just I'll stick with my Jags in London. We'll see how it goes we'll it from there. And then we got a nice little AFC East rivalry matchup: the Charging Dolphins against the. Righted ship that is the Buffalo Bills. The reigning defending and it's division in Orchard Champs. Park. It's up in Buffalo. That's another thing we're talking about. The draws for some of these teams. Good for Miami to go to humongous. Buffalo now and not in December when it could be a fucking snow game. Correct. Or whatever. So humongous. Another interesting scheduling. I
0: weather man. It feels like a lot of the games that we've kind of hyped for the over have failed. Yeah. I have a hard time seeing this one playing into yeah, that. Yeah,
1: and look, and I'm not a big gambler so I haven't followed it, but I wonder what is what's the trend this year is, the over better than the under or home or away teams. Like what what is the after 3 weeks, how is it looking? I know like the first broadly? week it was a lot of unders yeah. cuz everyone
0: was clunky. The second the second and third week it's even had a little better, but I would bet the under still.
1: Either way, give me the Bills to hand a tough loss to the Miami Dolphins. I think it's going to happen, and 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 that'll make that division and the AFC even more interesting. And I don't think it's going to be like, oh my God, like look at the Dolphins, ha ha ha, they aren't who we thought they were. But I think it's going to be the Bills asserting themselves as like, oh yeah, we're still here. It's this isn't going to be you're not hanging seventy on fucking everyone you face.
0: No, but I I will uh, go against you here. I like the Dolphins.
1: There you go. They're going to continue that. The
0: the draw is really prime for them, especially if Waddle comes back. Wow. Here's a stinker. Broncos at Bears. Shit meets crap. Yeah. Uh, whoever loses is 0-4. The Broncos, like you said, they have a good offense. So they should roll the Bears' defense. Maybe Justin Fields can play okay
1: against this bad defense. I...
0: And was this the matchup?
1: Was this the eighty-five Bears? Did they take down the Broncos in that Super Bowl? Not positive off have? memory. Either way, yeah, this game is. It's in Chicago for what it's worth, but it's like a must-win for both teams. Is it going to be an interesting game to see the the what what? flushes out from it you know what i mean yeah i think my heart's telling me the broncos are gonna get it done i don't yeah. know if they'll cover and the 85 but... bears beat the the patriots okay no so. but that was in like prime broncos losing super bowl season like they went to five uh, and lost them lost enough shit. of them hey we don't hate to see that ravens at browns then they won two. I was just saying, John Owen and the boys won two late. And in the Russell mid-90s. Wilson, went in two with the Broncos. Might not win two
0: games this year. The Browns are hosting our Ravens. They Big,
1: big matchup. Both big two and one. Yeah,
0: whoever wins is ahead of or leading the division. The Browns have the best defense of start through three weeks since 1999. They've allowed 491 yards. On offense, Miles Garrett is very fucking good. And
1: is at? It's in Cleveland. Yeah. So, and that's the thing. We'll have by week, by the end of week five or six, right? We will have played all of our away divisional games. Correct. Which is huge. It would be big. We we this isn't like a must win, but we need to win this game.
0: Going two and one. Fan. Going two and one against the division on the road would be huge.
1: Yeah. I don't see it happening. You think the Browns got us? I'm... Even with Stanley and Vaughn yeah. and Smith and all the boys now, practicing. Well, like,
0: practicing is different play, than playing. Yeah. That's true. If, that's they, true, pl- if they play, and depending which, which play. Which
1: one would you most want to play?
0: We need Stanley because Garrett's going to destroy whoever's on the yeah. tackle. Stanley or Garrett's <laughs> going to like, fucking
1: destroy <laughs> Hey, welcome back. Uh, tough, <laughs> yeah, tough. Tough drill. First week <laughs> assignment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm really going to test whatever that knee issue was. No kidding. But do you think, like, a 75% Ronnie Stanley is better than who who's over there now? McCarrie? Or who, who's... Uh, McCarry right gap? now. Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't even think they'd put a 75% Stanley out there. Oh, I, think okay. they'd, I think they'd punt this as a divisional game. Be like, we'll get them at home.
1: So maybe we Bowl won't sing. see. I mean, yeah, like you said, practicing is different than playing.
0: Yeah, and that's just my Either thoughts. Either way, it's a
1: good just to know thoughts. they're trending towards play Yeah. Oh,
0: it's, that was great news to get today. I'm not mad at it. I just don't know... You know, maybe we'll have better news Sunday or Saturday and I'll be a little more optimistic. As of right now, Wednesday evening, six thirty one PM, I think the Browns will win. I will probably just not bet on that game for mm. my own heart. Bengals, Titans. The Bengals in theory have absolutely no reason to lose this game. The Titans have a horrible secondary. They have a great pass rush, so if Burrow can't get comfortable, I mean that could be the X factor. Uh, but they're still Tannehill. I think if they pressure Burrow a lot, the under's going to hit, and it's a toss-up, but if they can't get to him in the pocket, they're going to get fucking destroyed.
1: Imagine if the Titans still had, like, Pete Javon Kers. I mean, they've got they got some guys.
0: Danico Altry, yeah. uh, Harold just, Landry. That, but, like,
1: and and, and we're, we'll keep an eye on the Titans' starting quarterback situation, but... Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Bengals will win this one. I hope that they don't, and I hope that they're given fits around the line, around the trenches. I think they will be.
0: It, that's going to be that's gonna be a sneaky way the Titans can win that. Tana, if Tannehill is okay, right. that's a very winnable game.
1: And it's like, back to the the burrow of it all, it's like you never root for injuries, but – I want Joe Burrow banged up. I want him roughed up. Like, this is football. Yeah, make I'm, him feel we it. need this to go. And they're going to try to do that. Next up on the docket, the Rams and the Colts. I'm really hoping Anthony Richardson's able to come back. You would think he would be. I mean, he's he was in protocol last week and didn't play. As of
0: this morning, he wasn't cleared. But okay, all he so needs Wednesday is a
1: day. morning, but as long as he's... He'll have to be cleared by like is it like a game can it be game i is sure it like Saturday? Game it. Yeah. Like I I don't know if you have to have like a day in between, he's
0: still in you know? all the meetings and shit, so I'm sure he could you yeah, know, he walks in. It's a it's a concussion, you know, if yeah, he's if yeah. he's able, he's physically yeah. able. So I actually I really like the Colts whether he plays or not. Uh Stafford yeah. coming off a short week. The Colts have a really short good week, D bad line. Week. Bad, yeah. bad, yep. yeah. I think divorce Buckner's gonna make him really uncomfortable in the pocket.
1: But it's Matt Stafford back on turf again,
2: and you are
1: he's a, a he's a he's a gunslinger he's a quick he, he he loves a good rollout. yeah, so I think that could be a game to watch that could be fun. Maybe I'm just salty them for costing me some money. And then me. we got a potential stinker, but also a potential great game due to the divisional aspects. But couple storylines, Saints, yeah. And it's like we may be seeing Jameis Winston and revenge against the Bucks. Yeah, revenge against the Bucks and his time back in the saddle at New Orleans. And then you got Baker, who I think has acquitted himself well, and is probably. Yeah. Uh, Excited to get back on the field and try to make up for last week. And I, I don't know. You telling me? I know that the Saints have always had a vaunted defense. Is that how it sits this year, or both is there of these be teams are good defense Yeah. So we could, we could be in for a little game here.
2: Yeah,
0: I'd hit the, I'd hit the under here. Uh, Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore have history beefing against one another, so that'll be, um, that'll be fun to see. How their tussles go throughout the afternoon. Tussles. All right, in our next game here, we got the Commanders and the Eagles. NFC East battle. This one's in Philly. Sam Howell needing a rebound. Tough spot to be in.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's gonna get it here. Uh, I like the uh, and you know everything can happen in the divisional matchup, but. Yeah. I do think that the Eagles will probably win this one pretty handily. Uh, I concur. Vikings, Panthers. It
0: seems like Bryce Young is on track to play. Not necessarily sure that's better for the offense because, you know, as Dalton as Dalton is, they did move the ball a little bit better with him. Uh, The Vikings do have no defense. So there's a number of ways that can go, but I think until we see a little bit more from the Panthers, you got to just keep picking them to lose. Yeah, yeah. Be the, be the first and like, win. Let or?
1: them surprise you one week, or and the, and reset the board. But yeah, they're no one to be high on.
0: Adam Thielen revenge game. We'll
1: see.
0: Steelers Texans. This is one of those games where it could be really, really fun, or it could be just. Awful, and I don't think there's going to be much in between.
1: Yeah, either way, I want C.J. Stroud. Me too. And the Texas crowd. Me too, I think that to Houston, get it
0: done. they're going to be bumping down there. And
1: that'd be good for us.
0: Very welcome as well, bury those Steelers. but This is a game Mike Tomlin doesn't lose, so we'll see. They are a sneaky little mm-hmm. 2 and one hmm Raiders-Chargers, they got two wins between these two teams.
2: hmm
1: and these, uh, this uh, is the battle of yeah. which coach is going to get fired after yeah. this game, almost. I, I, if, this, if the Chargers <laughs> lose this game, Staley needs to get fired. I think that's going to be of in play and for the next if the, the Raiders, Raiders lose this game. Correct. And Josh McDaniels will be fired. <sighs> yeah, I mean, yeah. this is great. I love this. This is shaping up well for the pod. Uh, Chargers have to win. Chargers have, and you know they sh- might, they should. They that's sh- the thing. That's that's why that that firing would come after this loss is because like the Chargers should win this game. This should have been going away. Yeah, and
0: they're gonna find some way to keep it close. It's gonna come down to the last drive. But you make the
1: case that the Chargers should be undefeated right now. <laughs>
0: yeah, here they are, barely clinging to one win. Patriots, Cowboys. The fun storyline here is
1: the Zeke Elliott of it all,
0: and Will Greer, who's uh, a. Little insider trading here. Who's getting interrogated for the for the information? The playbook
1: going on in right. Dallas. Yeah, former like super backup for them. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that is interesting, and that's funny how that goes. But that's how it goes, and so it goes, and so it goes, and so it goes. This will be interesting though, because the Pats are basically. Compared to what they were, and just in the grand scheme of things, I won't say they're a joke, but <laughs> they're not anyone to be feared. But the Cowboys aren't what they were in week one. Certainly and yeah, with Trayvon Diggs out, that's just like a little bit of a missing piece. But also, can't you see them losing this game to the Patriots? That'd be fun. That I lot- can see it happening. This is a they Bill Belichick statement that's win. game that should be a win. I mean, like, the Cowboys should win this game, I'd say.
0: Hey, if you want to beat the Cowboys, you just got to shut down Dak. Force him into a few turnovers. Sustainability. Yeah, this is this is a Bill Belichick dick-out moment kind oh, of yeah. game if they win. I think they cover, at least. They're seven-and-a-half-point dogs. I think they can keep it within a touchdown. Cardinals go into the Niners. On paper, this is in a bloodbath. But right. You can't sleep on these gods. You can't sleep on them.
1: Yeah, and it's tough calling a bloodbath. I mean, like, we can say what it all looks like, but football and sports are a fickle thing, and a lot can happen in in an hour. But I don't think the Cardinals are in any danger of winning this game. Yeah, this is not a Cowboys team.
0: That's going to play down to any competition. The 49ers are a machine. They're 14-and-a-half point favorites. i I think they cover actually. I don't, I think this is kind of a, oh, this is who you actually are, Cardinals. Like you're, you can be spunky. You can beat some decent, te- or some teams that are decent mm-hmm. or hang with them, but the Niners ain't decent. They're just a different level. Sunday night football, and we have
1: to watch Zach Wilson against the Chiefs
0: in MetLife.
1: Um, if there's hmm. ever a sure win, this would be, you would it. think. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll leave it at that. Yeah. And I can't wait for that to age like milk. I, I, and that'd be sick if the Jets won. I would I would <sighs> love to come in here and talk about that. There's no chance. No right. chance.
0: Seahawks playing the other team from the Meadowlands, the New York Giants. This is an interesting matchup. Mm-hmm. I do think I'm going to take Seattle.
1: It's so like 2012, too. Right. Who wants to go uh, play
0: Tom Brady in the Super <laughs> right, Bowl? Right, right. Um, I think the Seahawks are kind of figuring it out. They won, they've won. they won kind of in two different ways the last two weeks. So I think that they... Which
1: and, is a good... That's a good sign. It's like we can... That's what you need with Geno especially.
0: Yeah. With Geno that's, that's what
1: you're going to have to do with a quarterback like that. Correct. Not great. Not bad. So you're going to have to win a couple different... He's not going to win you every game. And there may be games where he... He's trying to lose it. a reason for you losing. Yeah, so... However, you can counteract that. I agree.
0: That's our Monday night football there. Really exciting week four ahead. We're gonna be moving to our divisional matchups here. We each had three wins and three covers last week. It was
1: it was a great week. We should have the put money,
0: We should have put some money on it. Yeah. Uh, producer Joe staying in the lead though. He took home the random stat category fully. I came in second, Doc came in third. We're gonna be having a graphic up for this it was soon
1: a too. Run thing. We have to re-
0: it was a fun re- one. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, that was that's as good as we could maybe <laughs> mathematically get. Well, <laughs> we're gonna to try to
1: best it this week. And this is the stuff the listeners should be betting. Follow some of these things. These are fun little bets.
0: Yes, yeah, and after you win some money on that, make sure to go. Spend it on SeatGeek. Drop the code. Shop in line. Save yourself twenty bucks on your purchase, and throw us a bone in the process. We'll uh, we'll appreciate you for it. Joe staying in first. Joe first pick. He's taking the NFC West this week. I uh, got the second pick. Finally moving out of the basement. I'm gonna roll with the NFC North. the The Bears may suck, but they are playing the Broncos, and if there's a chance for them to win, this might be it.
1: And you guys stay national, and I'll stay American because I'm going with the AFC South as my division.
0: That's an interesting one.
1: Yeah, can't wait for it to come to the top. A little the bit. The game always rises. A little bit
0: of a wild card there. Wild card, wild again, card. Again, that, that code, Chopping Lines, on SeatGeek. Do us both a favor. MLB side of things, we we got to pour one out to Brooksy.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, we really do. The great a king. third baseman of the Baltimore Orioles, a career Oriole. I think like he played like 58 years. to 77 or something like yeah. that. Uh, yeah, like 20, 19, 20-year 20 career, something like that. The human vacuum, the greatest. Fielding third baseman the league has ever known, and I want to I want
0: to hit you with the stat here. There you go. Because if this doesn't give you a little bit of a maybe simulation living here, so Brooks Robinson, in his time with the Orioles, had the only RBI in one nothing wins ten times. Mm. It is a major league record since the RBI became a statistic. Mm. Some would say maybe maybe the heir apparent since Machado, Gunnar Henderson, led off the game last night with a solo dong. The only Which won run of the game. Man. The only run of the game. <laughs> he won the a game
1: w- at the first at bat. <laughs> a
0: one nothing win in homage to Brooks, eighty six years old. Rest in in peace.
1: And we love Joe Flacco, number five for the Ravens, Super Bowl champion. But the number five in Baltimore is Brooks Robinson. He, uh, not a bad one B to be there. No. Yeah, and it's like, it's just great. I mean, and, and he's 86. He was retired well before we were even born, but... He loomed so large. We both grew up in home Baltimore Orioles homes with fathers who witnessed Brooks on the diamond, and it's just like, oh yeah, like just greatness, just just a legend. Yeah, and and his stature holds to this day. I mean, he's got great plays that you could still replay today from sixty years ago. We're like, holy fuck, like ahead of your time he was like off balance like into the stands and gunned out a dude at first base or something like that pic- you know
0: the picture of him at third base with all his
1: gold gloves is fucking yeah. sick well yeah it's, what does he it, have like fucking 19 like like, he almost had a gold glove every Anfield. year he played it's insane. it's like it's if he had a 20 year career he probably has like 16 gold gloves which he he may be This would be interesting to check. Who has the most gold gloves ever? He's up there. He's got to be up there because he almost has one for every year he played, and it was a pretty long career.
0: Probably one of – probably a top ten most underrated player ever nationally as well. Just really an absolute monster. Another weird uh, statistical anomaly kind of going back with some older franchises here. Aaron Judge had his second three-run or three home run game of the season last or this week, mm-hmm. he's the first Yankee ever to have two three home run games in the same season.
1: That's C- an incredible stat. Crazy. Less because it's impressive for Aaron Jones, but more so because it's like, how did Mickey Mantle and Lou Gehrig and Roger babe. Maris and Babe and Reggie Jackson and Hell, even a guy like Bernie Williams, Jason like, ha- Giambi, Paul O'Neill, anyone <laughs> like that—that's wild because they've been the best team with the best players for a hundred years. It's just that's crazy. Those stats happen
0: a hundred percent. So just had to make sure to plug that there. We got some playoff things wrapping up. The Phillies clinched a wild card last night. The Brewers clinched clinched this week as well. The or their division rather, the NL. Final wild-card spots are coming down to the Marlins, the Cubs, and the Reds. Their divisions are all set with the Dodgers, the Brew Crew, and the Braves. But out on the AL side of things, the magic number for Baltimore is down to two. If they win tonight and the Rays lose, we are AL
1: East champions, which would be... That would be awesome.
0: Absolutely wild. Uh, You got Texas leading the West... But they got three against the Mariners. Well, I just want to fit
1: this in before we get too far afield from the Orioles. But Brooks Robinson was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1983, the same year the Orioles won the World Series. The last year the Orioles won won the World Series. Could this be setting up for a great kismet written in the Stars' run where we do this one for old Brooksy? Shout out kismet. Where our fingers are crossed here. <laughs> Kevin Kismet, who didn't make the Ryder Cup team this year.
0: And what a better, what a better segue into that very Ryder Cup. Starts, uh, what, like 1.35 uh,
1: in Friday morning? In, in a couple of hours, yeah, basically <laughs> from now. But yeah, Marco Simone Golf Club in Rome, Italy. It's great. Can't wait to see the course on TV. It's... It's a it's a regular stop on like the DP/Euro Tour, but we don't know it a lot as Americans, but it should be awesome. It's really cool that it's in Rome. Like that's sick. Normally, you you get a Ryder Cup somewhere over in the British Isles, like British Open, Yeah, territory. old country. But it was in Paris last time. So it's all great, but Yeah, I can't wait to see the Rome of it all. And I think it's kind of an interesting course. There will be a lot of um, premium on accurate tee shots, which the Europeans always feel like they have the edge on the Americans because it's like, oh, they're just bomb and gouging. It's American (laughs) style. But a lot of guys just play American style ball now. And if you're going to make it tough for drivers... Why would you do that? You have Rory McIlroy, probably the the greatest driver of the golf ball, maybe ever, and now, and maybe ever, and John Rahm, and Victor Hovland. I mean, I think I want this, and I think it will come down to shot. It always comes down to shot making. Because we're playing match play. That's why you put a guy like Justin Thomas, who may have had a tough year on here, but his record in match play. Golf becomes a different sport when it's go. I just have to beat you. Yep. Oh, I've been playing like shit all day, but I just saw you hit a shot. I'm going to hit one bad. It's like, it becomes more of mano a mano. Typically, the way golf is played is you play the course and try to get as low as you can go. You don't really worry about the other guy you're playing with unless it becomes like, a duel Playoff and situation. the crowd is yeah. involved or whatever. But in match play events, like the Ryder Cup, the President's Cup, some of the world match plays they have on tour, it's like you're playing a person. So, I don't know. If two balls are in the rough and Matt Fitzpatrick hits his to 15 feet and Justin Thomas is right in front of him, as bad as Justin Thomas may have had it, of a year as a professional golfer, I'd be like, yeah, I'll put $10 on him, put it inside of Matt Fitzpatrick. It's like, that's, what's so great about these team events. saw the line. Yeah. So other than that, uh, not a lot to lead up to. We'll talk about it next week. Once we know the result, but it, it, uh, is a great sporting event. One of the best golf events you could ever want to watch. It's fun. There's a scoreboard. It's way easier to follow this than if you wanted to get into golf and be like, wait, so they're minus. What? How is I, I don't understand.
0: They're negative and like, losing yeah, or winning.
1: Like, yeah. The guy in the blue sweater is fucking kicking the shit out of the guy in the white sweater. It, it, this is as football as golf gets. So tune in. It'll be on in the mornings. It's over in Europe. They're five, six hours ahead of us over in Rome. So. Most of it will be wrapped up by lunch, so yeah. If you're up in the mornings, throw on the Golf Channel or NBC or Peacock, whatever you got. Keep keep tuned because it's always fun to watch. We might have to do a little brunch action Sunday. Get the uh, oh, get yeah. the London game and some Ryder Cup. It bleeds into the
0: Ravens. Yeah, that's a that's a nice full day, right there. College football side of things. Oregon absolutely dismantled my Colorado Buffaloes last week. Right, forty-two to six. If you were watching that game, they probably could have put up a hundred if they were yeah. really so inclined. They just different level.
1: Yeah, different and level. it just goes to show um, that as great as the Colorado storyline is, and as much as we we love what they're doing, and we love Prime. It's their first year. Yeah. The recruit, if you look at the recruiting classes of the two, it's it wasn't, you could say, oh, They're overachieving. Fight yeah, yeah they're overachieving. what it is, and that's what we expected. And Kyler has USC coming up, and maybe it won't be such a drubbing, but I would expect another loss for the Buffs coming up.
0: Especially if Travis Hunter can't play.
1: Right. And I don't think, I, I want to say that, he's not going to. I think they put him for a couple weeks down.
0: But, um, and he would not have made a difference against Oregon
1: for what it's worth. He might have been like a touchdown difference. It was a shocking win against TCU and they, they came out and they, whatever. And then it was a close win, which probably should have been a loss against Colorado state. Yeah. And now you're getting into the big boys. So it is what it is. They've still won more games than they did last year. The, the Colorado Buffaloes have, but It'll be interesting to see what the prospects for Dion coaching other teams, will he move to a bigger program next year, or will he eventually get an NFL spot? But if he stays in a place for three or four years and recruits start pouring in, that's when you can see this team really be the, one of the best in the nation and yeah. beat in Oregon and beat a USC and compete for a national championship. It's just not happening not this year, no.
0: And I think Colorado's not a bad spot and I think he's definitely at least locked in there two years as long as Shador's there. Right. I think that's
1: all. Yeah, and he's kind of come out and said it's like you guys aren't like you're staying. Like uh, Yeah. I'm not letting you like go to the NFL. You're not ready yet. Exactly. And he would know. Clearly, yeah, yeah. clearly.
0: And the word on the street is he told uh or Travis Hunter was blowing him up from the hospital, like I'm playing against Oregon. And and like, nah, he's like, wait. You have more you have a brighter future than I ever had. I love you. You're not.
1: Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, and that's it's it. Like, it's kind of what someone should be telling Joe Burrow. Correct. It's like, yeah, dude, yes. like fucking just cool it for yeah. like two. I need you to cool it for two or three weeks. Yeah, just out put of the your leg whole up. whole career, which could be hundreds of weeks.
0: Yep, put the leg up. Yeah. Ohio State barely hung on against Notre Dame. That was a was a good one. Notre Dame had only 10 people on the defense for a big fourth down play.
1: Yeah, which was interesting. It's Bad. Yeah,
0: and they had a timeout too, and they just there's. St- I I guess I understood the explanation, but you need yes, the, you need the ball. No. Yeah, you need yeah. the ball. Like, like you it's... did
1: a fine job bullshitting your way out of this, but correct under a microscope, <laughs> you were <No>. wrong. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, Florida State barely escaped Clemson in Clemson. It's the first time Clemson started 0-2 in ACC play in over a decade, I believe. So that's not what you want to see for Dabo Alabama. Shuts down Ole Miss. Not a surprise there. They weren't going to lose to to any SEC team that's not Georgia or, uh, you know, occasionally Texas A&M. Then our Maryland Terrapins, they spanked Mel Tucker's former Michigan State Spartans. For- Mel Tucker,
1: for- yeah. No <laughs> yeah, more Mel yeah. Tucker. He's somewhere with Allen Williams right now. He's officially
0: <laughs> fired for cause today. What a fucking loser he is. Good riddance. Georgia, Michigan... Texas, Ohio State, and Florida State. Round and out your top five for college football. Fun weekend ahead there. Make right. sure, make sure to tune in Saturday. But we're gonna roll to our soapboxes here. Mine kind of started on Sunday, and it's kind of carried through the week. Might even started earlier, but I, I was trying to think of how to describe it. When you have like, we all have like our. Favorite bands and artists that if you're asked on a whim, you go to, but yeah, there's plenty of times like
1: you're, you're running Mount Rush, yeah, you're top, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's plenty of times hey, do you want to where... divulge what's your well, what's your uh, standard Mount rushmore Well, like? uh,
0: you know, if I mean, I love Tom Petty, I love Slightly Stupid, I love nice. Mac Miller, nice um, eclectic, and if I was, um, I don't know about a fourth one, um, uh, offhand. Anyway, he put me on the spot there. Yeah. But uh it's nice when you really like a band and you haven't heard them for a while and then you like go back into them and it's like oh fuck like i gotta like i you, gotta you, catch up like 40 songs like
1: like you like you you revisit or they have new shit out and you're or like, more oh, revisit last, yeah like, more the revisit releases yeah, that, yeah just just revisit because you
0: get into some new yeah. stuff oh, and life gets nice. a, yeah and then it's like you know saturday yeah. afternoon we're just gonna bump this plenty
1: and... of plenty of people and i just kind of went through it. i mean i I my Mount Rushmore, and it's a rolling Mount Rushmore, but if I want to be eclectic and if I want to cover my bases, let's call it Beatles, Nas, uh, you can call it the Rolling Stones, you can call it the Gorillas, something like that. But it's like, you love them so much, but it's like, and you know all their songs. You may have spent years listening to them. It's like, you can go years or, or a long time without really ever putting them on. And then... Once you get that one pop up, or you do the revisit, you're like, "Fucking a!" Like, yeah, that's why this is a North Star because I'm busy for the next few hours. It's like, yeah, yeah. We were, uh... And, and that's the thing. It's like I love all those bands, and I know them front and back. You could put on one of their songs, and I could tell you what's coming next on the album that was released on. But that doesn't mean you listen to them all the time. Exactly, I'm not a Grateful Dead fan. I respect them and like them, but I'm not listening to Dick Picks 24 seven, three sixty five. That's all I got. It's like this is the only music that really like hits me like spiritually, like emotionally. Like. There's
0: some Dave Matthews heads like that too.
1: Oh yeah, there's a lot of, for yeah, sure. They're out there.
0: But yeah, we uh we were doing some sunday listening to some uh some acoustic mac miller tracks some nice uh jazzy bands behind sure, them S- selena yeah. was like selena was bumping out concert, yeah. yeah yeah he's one
1: of the best tiny desks a little so, stand-up bass
0: a dance. piano yeah, a little oh, i was
1: thundercat was involved selena was jamming thundercat.
0: gotta gotta spread the good music to the next generation sure so yeah revisit your favorite artists Spend an hour on it. You won't be mad about it. You might end up spending two.
1: Yeah. It's great. And that was sign off on that. I like that soapbox. We got a little music in. And we love to do that. A lot of fun there.
0: A lot of fun as always. We got a big week forehead. We'll be talking about that in the blog on Saturday. Give you a little bit of fantasy advice come Sunday Our final Orioles report of the regular season comes Monday. I I may not do one for. I might just do like a
1: little playoff running jaunt. Yeah, just a little touch base, because then we're gonna get into the postseason of it all, and that'll Uh, be the real deal. Cannot wait,
0: cannot wait. We are we could clinch tonight. We could clinch by the time y'all are listening to this tomorrow. Yeah, fingers crossed. We'll have our uh, we'll have our Phillies report out friday as well on the blog side of things but fingers crossed as of 704 as we're wrapping up tampa bay has the bases loaded and no outs they're up one nothing against boston that's not good for us but we have first and second with one out against the nats so as long as we're winning it's all good baby baby let's go catch y'all next week it's chopping lines chop a line now (laughs)